Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman, joined as usual by my colleague Ryan O'Halloran, previewing the Broncos' Week 17 road showdown against the Chargers. Playoff hopes all but lost, but the Broncos finishing up the couple divisional matchups in Los Angeles and then at home against the Chiefs. We'll discuss COVID injury updates, what went wrong against the Raiders, any loss in the desert last week, Vic Fangio's future as his third year rounds to a close, what's going on with Jerry Judy and his slump past two games and really all season, no touchdowns still, and then also take a look at the Chargers, their COVID issues and their recent issues on the field as well. So, Ryan, let's start off here with a litany of uh, injury updates and COVID updates this week, starting with Lloyd Cushenberry coming off the list, but then three Broncos going back on the list. So, a little turnstile action there. Yeah, and you know, we're, as we taped this Wednesday afternoon, uh, Teddy Bridgewater did not practice uh, today, still in the concussion program, unlikely to play Sunday against the Chargers, so Drew Locke would take over again. Uh, Mike Purcell was placed on the COVID list on Monday, but with the five-day rule, there's a chance he could be on the plane Saturday to L.A. Uh, Definitely not going to play because the calendar is going to be Tim Patrick, uh, Caden Stearns, then Calvin Anderson is on IR, and then Tyree Cleveland's on practice squad. So, but you know, you lose Patrick, that means Kendall Hinton and uh, Deontay Spencer will see their playing time increase. And this is the first Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, SISportsbook.com. So, you look at the loss to the Raiders, Ryan, obviously the rushing game non existent, and the defense answering the bell for the most part, but offense just couldn't get it done. They had the one touchdown that came off of. The Bradley Chubb interception, of course, set him up at the one-yard line. What do you think went wrong there in the desert? It wasn't quite like the debacle in the desert of 2020, but yet again, a decisive loss with their playoff hopes on the line. Pretty deflating for Broncos country, especially with the way the offense played. And Drew Locke, the running backs, the offensive line, the wideouts, really nothing to write home about from that crew. I mean, I label it a total system failure, and it was. Um, in this league, when you can't run it for more than 18 yards and you allow less than 160, you're not going to win any games, even if you're plus three in turnover and you don't give it away at all. So it was a microcosm of the season is offensively they don't make enough big plays. They're not good enough on third down. That on defense, they seem to be leaking the run game at the worst possible time. And, you know, it was a 17-13 game that didn't feel that close during the fourth quarter. Uh, Las Vegas ran 27 more plays than the Broncos. The Broncos, 40 snaps, second fewest in team history. 18 yards rushing, third fewest in team history. So it had me running the pro football reference for these uh, anomalies statistically. Now, and, and, you know how much I respect our friends at Pro Football Focus. Uh, they rank Drew Locke as the third highest rated quarterback of the week. That shows you their model is a complete and utter farce. Uh, when you gain, uh, when you pass for 153 yards and no touchdowns, uh, you do not deserve to have any kind of high rating. And, you know, people are acting like, well, he played turnover free. He gave them a chance to win. But that just shows you how, how low the bar is. Even Drew had to sort of sidestep some of that stuff over the last couple of days. 
Yeah, bar pretty low there. And hey, let's be honest, wideouts slash tight end not helping them out. Albert O with a big drop on a vertical route. Jerry Judy had a drop. Tim Patrick had a drop. So those things. But like you said, the bar can't be, oh, he didn't turn the ball over. I mean, uh, no touchdowns. He, he, there wasn't a sustained wow scoring drive. I mean, there's, like I said, nothing really to go back to. Although Drew Locke said, after the game and again this week, hey, I think there's some things I can build off of. And going forward here into Sunday, as we mentioned in last week's podcast, Drew Locke really putting tape together probably for other franchises around the league who he might be looking at playing for in 2022. Well, I'll agree with Drew in one respect, is there is one thing he can he can lean on from the Raider game is that he did push the ball down the field. He had two completions downfield. He had a third uh, play that drew a penalty that was on uh, – a DPI against Judy. So I think that was a positive sign. You know, he had almost a great completion to Sutton. He had Albert O with the drop down the right seam. So if I'm the, if I'm the Broncos, obviously you want to try and run it better and the chargers cannot stop the run for anything. They're 29th in the league. Maybe you can marry that a little bit more in play action to get some of those shots down the field against LA. Again, this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Give them a follow on Twitter at SIBetting. So Monday, Ryan, I mean, right when the media session convened, the the vultures were circling already. Vic Fangio, a number of the first few questions centering around his job security, his job status going into 2022, asked if he thought he and his staff deserve a fourth year. He said, Absolutely. Would we expect him to say anything else? Probably not. But what is your take right now, Ryan, on what's at stake for Vic and co, especially Pat Shermer, uh, Ed Donatello in that mix as well too, Tom McMahon, you know, what's at stake for these guys going into these final two games? Is it win these last two or else you're getting the hook? Is it win one of two? I mean, what's what's kind of the bar here? You talked about the low bar at the quarterback position. Let's move to the uh, the coaching staff. Well, I would put it in two separate categories, and I think that's something the Denver Media Mafia needs to do is Vic is in one category, the staff's in another. Because Vic could stay, and there's gonna be, there could be wholesale staff changes. I think that's the only way he does stay. As for what he has to do, my easy answer is I'm not sure what George Payton is thinking other than if they lose two straight, which means they went from 7-6 to six to 7-10. and 10, I think you have a hard time not making sweeping changes at head coach in other places. And – the other part that Vic said on Monday was he has a contract. He has a team option for 2023. He basically said, and I followed up on this. If that option is declined, but he's back, he's fine with that. You know, Hey, good for him. And, uh, you know, he has, I mean, the, the defensively, their, their statistics are great, but he's won. He's gone over two of the offensive coordinator hires. So if he's held accountable to that, and they feel they can upgrade, then then George Payton will make some moves. Uh, but either keeping Vic or firing Vic at this point, neither would surprise me, even though it's a total cop-out answer. Yeah, Ryan, I mean, you look at his performance within Division 1-10 against Divisional Foes, could drop to 1-12 by season's end. They've been utterly dominated by the Raiders lately, by the Chiefs. And it's interesting you mentioned Vic and his staff being potentially separate decisions there. I mean, with how well the defense has played this year, 
Could it be a situation where Vic and Ed Donatel are safe, but the terrible special teams, Tom McMahon takes the fall, and then Pat Shermer, his play calling, much scrutinized, and rightfully so, he's shown the door as they try and find another kind of new system, new offensive face to lead that offense. Well, you know, I think this is a Vic Fangio, Pat Shermer thing. You know, Ed Donatel is a coordinator in name only. Um, if Vic feels his defensive staff is doing a good job, he would he would probably retain those guys. Offensively, a coordinator can bring in his own people. The key for the Broncos, if they retain Vic Fangio, is, okay, how attractive is this coordinator post when the head coach is last year of his contract, uh, the quarterback situation is currently unsettled. Uh, so they have to weigh all those considerations. If you're a coordinator – that's interesting in the Broncos, you will have to take a little bit of a leap of faith. And, you know, at special teams, I mean, uh, you know, people have had Tom McMahon toe tag for years. Uh, you know, why has he been fired after 18, 19, 20? Now, you know, back on the hot seat again. You know, the reason special teams coaches in this league survive is there's tough to find experience ones. So um, to me, if they would have uh, fired Tom at midseason, it would have had a rearranging the deck chairs feel. Whereas with Shermer, you're probably trying to get a spark. But after the season, you know, who knows if that's gonna if that's at the top of Vic's list if he's retained. And this is the first Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, SISportsbook.com. Give him a follow on Twitter at SIBetting. And appreciate listening in to today's show. And let's take a listen in to a word from our sponsor. Nothing else in the world can hold a candle to sports. It's why true fans actually cry when their team loses a close one. And why we channel the memory of a goldfish to believe again before the next game. Teams can be beaten, but true fans are invincible. At Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, we get that. All of it. Because we love sports, too. We also happen to have the knowledge that comes from working alongside more athletes and coaches than any other sportsbook on the planet. We understand the game, not just the spread. So we made the sports book only Sports Illustrated could deliver. Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, the sports book by sports people. Download the SI Sportsbook app today. New players, when you bet $10, get $50 in free bets. New players only. Players must be over 21 located in Colorado. Qualifying bet $10 or more. Minimum odds minus 150. Free bet tokens credited after bet is settled and expire after seven days. Free bet stakes not included in winnings. Promo expires 12-31-21. Full terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Again, this is the First in Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. This is Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran. So we are just discussing Vic Fangio. Now let's talk about Jerry Judy. He is obviously in quite a bit of a slump. No TDs this year, just three TDs in his two-year career after three last year. And you look at his past couple games, it's not been pretty. He had three catches for 60 yards in the loss to the Raiders. And then he put up a goose egg shutout on four targets against the Bengals in the 15-10 to 10 loss to them. Only the second time he's been shut out in his career. Also, it was the quarterbackless Saints game last year. So, not a good comparison, not a good litmus test. How do they get Jerry Judy going, Ryan? And I imagine Tim Patrick being out of the lineup will hopefully elevate those targets towards Judy and also towards Sutton. Yeah, they're going to have to. And, and I think your point is accurate. It's a couple weeks slump. It's not a slump since he got back from high ankle sprain. Like, you know, some people are making it seem like he had four, six, six, two, four, five catches in his first six games back. No touchdowns, but at least he was getting involved. Um, you know, he had the 20-yard catch. But, you know, with Jerry, he's got to be on top of his details too. 
he ran a six-yard route on third and seven in the first half on Sunday against Vegas. They punted. He had a big drop on third and long. That would have been a first down after Drew Lock did a nice job uh, you know, slippering away from the pressure and throwing a pretty good pass. So, you know, if you're Judy, it's two-way street. You got to get open. They got to throw you a good ball. And I'd say with Sutton, uh, you're seeing a little bit more of a bright spot from him recently. But this passing game right now is completely broken. Uh, they don't do a lot of good things. They've been trying to find the elixir for this all season, but I think it's not going to happen until you find you know a new quarterback. But in terms of Judy, I think finishing the season strong is going to be very important. And he's back in L.A. for the first time since last year when he had five drops. So maybe he can use that as a motivation to show up better at L.A. Stadium. Bit of a redemption game here for Jerry Judy coming up Sunday at SoFi Stadium. Again, this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Sports Illustrated has been bringing fans deeper into sports since 1954. That's over 65 years of sports insights and knowledge and six years before there was pro football in Denver. While other sportsbooks know gaming, SI Sportsbook knows the game. It's betting built the combination of actual sports knowledge and true sports passion. It's a sportsbook for real sports fans because it's made by real sports fans. And it's a perfect time to get your bet in on the game right now at SISportsbook.com. All the Week 17 lines up there, and we'll be discussing a few of them, starting naturally with Broncos, Bolts. Broncos plus 6.5 at the Chargers, over under 45.5. Ryan, what is your analysis on both those numbers? I kind of like the over because uh, Justin Herbert, you know, the Broncos have played well against him, but he's still going to, you know, he has a tendency to complete some long passes. Mike Williams is going to be out. He's unvaccinated for the Chargers. Thanks a lot, Mike. Uh, but they still have Keenan <laughs> Allen and Austin Eckler back. Um, as for the, the Chargers secondary, it's completely decimated by injury and COVID. So you'd think there'd be a chance for the Broncos to score some points. But so I'll go tepidly on that over. As for the line, uh, it seems a couple points too high for me. Um, you know, what do we have it at five and a half? Six and a half. Six and a half. Under that, I'd pick probably the Chargers to win straight up, but the Broncos to cover. Then looking around the league here on the First Orange Podcast, brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, SISportsbook.com. Chiefs minus five at the Bengals. Casey has been rolling and clinched the division last week. Yeah, eight in a row for the Chiefs. Uh, you know, if they win against Cincinnati and Tennessee loses against Miami, uh, the Chiefs will wrap up AFC home field, and they may come to the Broncos next week resting some guys. But um, I do like the Chiefs winning and covering that spread against the Bengals because they are playing very good defense right now. Titans, as you mentioned, they've got some stuff at stake this week in terms of home field advantage and staying in the mix for that. They're minus 3.5 against the Dolphins. Yeah, no, I like the Titans at home. Dolphins coming off a short week, going back on the road. Uh, you know, the weather could be a factor in that game in terms of temperatures being, you know, really chilly in Nashville. So I like the Titans uh, covering that and, you know, continuing to march toward their division title. And then another final one to look at, Rams minus three and a half at the Ravens. Yeah, Rams going cross country uh, on, a, you know, with an early kickoff, but I think the Ravens are just, sort of in disarray right now because of their injuries and Lamar Jackson missed the last couple of games. So if he plays, he won't be hundred percent. So I think the Rams continue to roll on with their second half resurgence and they win and they cover that number. 
Again, this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. If you've tried other apps, you need to try SI Sportsbook and get the true fan experience. Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, the sportsbook that wrote the book on sports. So back to the football analysis here, and you touched on it during the gambling analysis, Ryan, but the Chargers are in a bit of a free fall in terms of injuries, in terms of COVID list. Seems like they've got like half their roster on the COVID list, and they're coming off back-to-back losses. An overtime loss to Kansas City, they let slip through their hands. They're at 8-6 and six in that point, and then now they're at 8-7 and seven following a letdown loss to the Houston Texans, where the Chargers' defense just looked awful against a pretty much lost Texans team on the road. So, Chargers and free fall, as you mentioned, Ryan, a pretty big opportunity here for maybe the passing game and that offense to finally find some juice and, hey, maybe give us 30 points. You know, I don't want to be greedy. Yeah, and you look at the last couple uh, Chargers losses, you know, they've given up, uh, they gave up 37 and a win, 28 and a loss, 34 and a loss, 41 and a loss. So their defense is really leaked oil. And they've had to, you know, they've had to put up a ton of points to win some of these games. So, I mean, just look at their last three wins, 41, 41, and 37. So they, they know how to score, but they're having trouble stopping people right now. They only have 11 interceptions on the season. Uh, you know, Chris Harris, the nickel back for Bronco, his status is unclear. Asante Samuel has been out with a concussion for a long time. Michael Davis is on the COVID list as of Wednesday. So there could be a chance here to, to pass on the Chargers, but they also struggle against the run. So maybe you want to go that route, as we talked about earlier. So disappointing for the Chargers. They started 4-1, and one, and they were also 8-5. and five. So they've had a couple two-game losses that have robbed them of their momentum this year. If the Broncos lose, they'll be officially eliminated from playoff contention. If they win, their playoff odds will remain about 1%. So, well, yeah, and they may, be, they may be eliminated by the time their game starts. So you're, so you're saying there might not be a chance after all, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, to me, <laughs> to me, I'm basically saying it's over. It is over. It's been over since the clock struck zero in Las Vegas and really some squandered opportunities all along the season. You know, going back to the Cleveland game, going to the Philadelphia game, coming off a big win in Dallas. So ones you're going to want back at the end if you're Vic Fangio and co. and you end up out of the playoffs by a game or maybe two. And let's get to the end of the First Orange podcast here today, brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com, with our predictions. Of course, these always subject to change in Sunday's newspaper. And last week, all four posties got it right with the Raiders over the Broncos. Are we going to go against the hometown team again, or what are your thoughts? I'll put you on the spot first here with that uh, kickoff at 2.05 p.m. Mountain Time from SoFi. Yeah, I like the Chargers, uh, probably somewhere in the 27-23 range. Uh, I think Justin Herbert, who's had some struggles against Vic Fangio's defenses, I think he has a big game and drops the Broncos to 7-9. Uh, and nine. I also like the Chargers, and I think I'm with you, Justin Herbert. He's had his peaks and valleys, but I think he'll have a peak here on Sunday against the Broncos. Secondary, I think they've put up more than 30, and the Drew Locke offense just can't find the groove once again, and that's not all Drew Locke's fault. That's my prediction there. So I'm going to go 31-14, decisive loss, and the Vic Fangio job status questions will grow, grow louder from Los Angeles. And this has been the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Give them a follow on Twitter at SI Betting. 
This is Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran. Appreciate you listening in to today's show. Head to DenverPost.com slash Broncos for continued analysis throughout the rest of the season and into the offseason. And until next time, folks, take it easy.